podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. I'm Ilya Marchenko. I'm Dennis Kudler. I'm Jesper De Jong. I'm Henry Larson. I am Francisco Segundolo. And you are listening to the Game to Love podcast. Hey, good evening, tennis fans. It is the Madrid Masters semi-final. And this is the women that we're going to be talking about in this podcast. I'm excited about this one because the big two players are still in. We have Eager on one side of the draw, Saba on the other side of the draw, and it looks like they're on a collision course for another final. Yeah, call me Kroll, but I'm more excited by seeing the one and only semi-final Sarkari in yet another semi-final. Maybe that's cruel of me. I just find it very amusing that she's here again. And part of me would love to see her just win this semi-final and put all of these other losses behind her and beat a big player in the likes of Sabalenka and get to the final. But the stats does not, does not look kindly on her at all. The chances are actually winning the semi is is crazy like she do, she doesn't win them at all she's got the nickname for a reason and i just find the whole thing quite amusing now yeah i mean it's uh getting beyond the joke we know she made some finals last year but the semi-finals are she always comes up against somebody who like a Saba, like an eager like anyone well she lost to radu Kanu as well as we know it doesn't matter. I feel it's a mental block. It's not the skill. We know she's got the skill. Um, will she be able to get past Sabra on this occasion? We'll give our predictions at the end. Shout out to everybody in the live chat joining us. Good to have you on board. It seems like a while since we did an actual podcast. I know we do draw previews here and there, but it's good to have a little uh, chit chat about the tennis and what's been going on this week as well. Yeah, I think it's important just to mention the matches what happened today. Pegula losing to Kudometova yeah. and Martic losing to Iga. We covered the latter and Martic was a disgrace. Didn't turn up, didn't want to be there. Looked like her attitude was off. Uh, she picked it up a little bit in the second, but it just was a really poor performance all round. Pegula, strange one. I mean, won the second set with a bagel. But then either side of the bagel, lost 6-4, 6-4. And um, you can only really credit Kudometa because I think she's a really good player on all surfaces and someone who will do a lot better than Martic did against Eager, uh, in my opinion. I think she's a good all-round player. And I am a little bit surprised Pagula lost because I made her favourite and I thought she was going to get through that one. So maybe Kudometa is playing better than I think. Yeah, uh, I think she is. Pagula's a funny one, though, isn't she? We just never know what you're going to get with her. She gets to these latter ends. She's so good at Masters. She was the finalist last year in Madrid. I expected her to at least be in the semi-finals again, but wasn't to be. She, you could tell she was good enough. She bageled Kudometa in the second set, but just ultimately, there seems to be something there, which is just like another block. Uh, that comes over in certain periods of matches, similar to a Sarkari, I'd, I'd say, sometimes. And she gets defeated and she gets beaten. But there you oh, go. We've got GFG right on QSM. <laughs> Pegula's the American Sarkari. Maybe that is the case. How are we doing, King of Dust? Hope you're well. How are we doing, Western as well? We'll be talking about the men 
uh, tomorrow because we'll be doing a semi-final preview just like we are today for the men. So we'll refrain from talking about that too much. The only thing I do want to say is let's go Aslan. Aslan Karatsev back in form, playing well just before Roland Garros. We love to see that. Go check out the Aslan song if you've not seen it already on the channel. And just to wind back another day, uh, obviously we had the quarterfinals for the women spread over two days. Sabalenka beat Sharif in three sets. Sharif straight off the clay courts of awareness. Yeah. Um, she's gone from where we were to playing very well in Madrid, taking a set of Sabalenka, 6-2 the opening one, but then crumbled after that. She's doing really well, flying the flag for Egypt, so watch out for her at Roland Garros. And then the other uh, quarterfinal was Sakri versus Begu, where Sakri got through, through in three sets. And Sakri was just off the back of beating Badoza as well, which I thought was a really big one on the Madrid fast clay courts. I thought Badoza could have actually won this one in Spain, fast courts. I think it would have suited her. But yeah, Sakri managed to do that as well. Yeah, um, I thought that was a massive matchup. I was surprised Begu took a set off her after she beat Badoza in straight sets. But you can't predict these things sometimes in the women's game. And like Sharif as well, like you said, Sabalenka, she can drop a set if she's not playing too well. But I think I'll give credit to Sharif for that one. I don't, I'm don't. i not going to uh, downplay that uh, performance by Saba. I think that she still will put on a strong performance to get through that. And now... She'll be playing somebody in uh, Sarkadi who she's played only ever on hard courts before. She's never played her on a clay court. So it's going to be quite interesting to see how they get on in their first ever clay court battle. Yeah, let's get into the semi-final. So the first one we're going to discuss is this one right here. Uh, and I'll let you take us through the preview. Yeah, exactly right. So this one... Eager, we thought it was going to be Pagula. It's not. It's Kudometova, and I think that this one is going to be very, very tasty. Obviously, Eager, she's back in form. Not completely her best form yet, but just does enough. And we go to the first of these statistics that JG's nicely sent over to me. This one from Opterace, and the number is seven. Eager is the second player to win her first seven WTA 1000 quarterfinals after Maria Sharapova since the format was introduced in 2009. Illegal. <laughs> that made me laugh when I saw that first time. It's not actually illegal. But... No. <laughs> you don't really see race. Like I feel like that's an opinion, isn't it? Like them just being a bit out there. Yeah. I like it though. Let's just keep those ones coming. Um, I, don't know what, gotta... I don't know. The admin had a bit of a funny day, but yeah, I know what they mean. It is crazy the fact that she is the opposite in Sarkari in every way. Like I feel if Eager's going to ever lose an, an event, she'll lose in the first or second round. Yeah, like she's just so good. Like once she gets going, if she wins two matches at an event, you might as well just give her the trophy. I think she, the only final I remember her losing was against Karchikova. Yeah, and I think that's done her a favour because Martic <laughs> knocked out Klaichikova yeah. and then put on the worst performance I saw really at the tournament uh, earlier on today. Didn't turn up at all. That first set, she may as well have not been on the court, if I'm perfectly honest. Well, how many points did she win? She won one point on her own serve in the whole first set. It was eight it? in total, two of them yeah. being double faults from I mean, Just, Just god-awful. Let's move on to the next of these. Uh, another number seven here. Uh, and then 
Number seven is this time is for the player with the most bagels in 2023. Number seven, dominating. <laughs> Got another one there. <laughs> I like it. I think it's an eager fan. Yeah, are, must like be. the admin of this account. And it's interesting because I think we have another one about our bangles, which I thought was quite good. I don't know if you've got that Let one there. Let me just get that one. This yeah. is from Relevant Tennis. And um, she's not. she's had a bit of a drought in terms yeah. of her bagels. They've not come recently. I was talking about it in the match earlier. This is a good tweet because it illustrates exactly how long it's been. So it's 25 sets since her last bagel. Wow. Which is a long time for Iga. And you can see before that, she only went five sets from Samsonova to Lou, four sets from Pagula to Samsonova, Kudometa to Pagula, three sets, Collins to Kudometa for two sets. Like, it's, it's, she, she yeah. usually gets one every other match or every other two matches. But to go 25 sets without a bagel is unheard of for Iga, but she's finally got one. Just before Roland Garros, her favourite slam. I think everyone's well. in trouble. And Rome as well, probably her favourite Masters. She is probably the hardest person to beat at that tournament, that's for sure. I'm looking forward to Rome, seeing obviously a slower clay surface. It's more similar to the likes of Roland Garros than a Madrid would be. And that's why you see Iga do so well there. I mean, if she wins Madrid and then goes on and wins Rome, I don't think any, but I don't think you'll be able to get any odds on her at Roland Garros. That's what I'm thinking. Well, anything can happen in a Grand Slam. It's yeah. a lot tougher to win, but yeah, it's hard to it's hard to look past. I think the big question we need to be asking: Who's a bigger favourite, Iga or Adkras? I'd say Iga at the moment. I'm going to say my thoughts on the Countdown podcast Ooh. all about Roland Garros, so tune into that. Well, I didn't say that. I've saved my... <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, sn- don't snip that. <laughs> so this is the other tennis letter tweet, and we've gone through all the stats from Ego, how good she is and how many great things she's been able to achieve. Could have met her. The best one we found for her was uh, that she's been drinking beer this week to recover from her matches. I've never heard of a stranger recipe for success. We can't play the full video, but I recommend giving it a listen. Uh, you can find it. If you just go up, you can just see where, where it was the, the, under the tennis letter. Give them guys a follow. They do a great job. And you'll be able to watch the interview. It's quite funny. But yeah, ultimately, she just says how she will, after her matches, drink beer. And it helps her recover for her matches to get ready for the next one. Well, I'm warming to her even more. Well, cheers to you. Kudometova. Could have said Veronica. I, I live I live by these uh, same rules. As you know, after every tennis match we play, there's always a beer lined up. Not sure if it's for, for recovery, though. Well, I mean, we always will have a beer when we play afterwards. Yeah. But I feel like if you just have a beer, it probably doesn't actually impact you too badly. I think it's quite a nice thing to have a beer. I can't imagine it's being that unhealthy. The problem is... We don't always have a beer because one turns into two and then three, then four. And before you know it, you're on a train somewhere you shouldn't be going and you're lost. Asleep. <laughs> train and somewhere. you wet yourself. That's it. <laughs> Sick on a platform <laughs> somewhere or who knows. Yep. Never good to be doing that. Uh, but that's what tennis brings, uh, unfortunately, when you're part of GTL. And we just have to just try and keep a... Keep a lid on that. Um, 
maybe stick to just one or two. I feel like two, when I get past three, the threshold sort of gets broken and then it's just, well, you're away, aren't you? But we're not here to talk about beer. We're here to talk about tennis. And the fact that these two have played three times before and Kudometova yet to win a set against Eager. Is it going to change in this matchup? Well, I want more details on that, Ben. Tell me the three matches. US Open 2020, Indian Wells 2021, and earlier on this year in Doha. How was the Doha one? I will give you an update. <laughs> Love six <laughs> one. There you go. So a breadstick and a bagel. That was the last time they met. And that was on the hard court. So eager not on our favourite surface. <laughs> well, Indian Wells, was that better, Ben? Indian Wells, well, yeah, slightly better. No, it was just the, the other way around. Six <laughs> love, six love. <laughs> and then the other one. US Open, I'm sure that was better. Yeah, it was 6-3, six, 6-3. Three, six, three, but that, she wasn't really in her swing yet, Eager, back then. <laughs> Look at the odds at that one. 1.72, Eager. Wow. I mean, the fact that she's only that won one, uh, two games off her in the last two matches is not good going into this one, is it? Um I don't know what to say about that. I wasn't really... I didn't even look into that just before. I had. So that's why I wanted you to have a look. And it's very, very amusing. <laughs> Kudometova versus Eager. Do you know how I did know about it? It's because the tweet we've just been through, where she was saying the last bagels up until Kudometova ah, was yes, on there cool. twice. That's how I know. She loves a bagel. So when I saw that tweet, I was like, oh God, she must be battering Kudometova then. And then the breadstick as well. So you have a double bakery twice. is just unheard of. But... You must There's remember, you did the meme. Do you not remember? You, you photoshopped <laughs> I, did, I, did, I did do the meme. I do remember, yeah. <laughs> there's been so many. The trouble is, there's been so many customers at Eager's Bakery. You lose track. And we've got she so was many one of the first customers this year. Yeah, I've had stuck so many heads on that person's body. It's getting a bit ridiculous now. I'll have to get a new picture soon. <laughs> Start re- revamping it a little bit. Maybe right, well, let's, move, let's move increase. over to the... The brilliant semi-final with a specialist who loves semi-finals and the brilliant Sabalenka as well. Here she is, the specialist, semi-final specialist Sakari. Yeah, so she is the second player with 20-plus WTA semi-finals reached in the last three seasons after Eager, uh, also 20. Uh, so it's, it's a, it actually insane. I mean, she's hit. she's got to the same amount of semi-finals as Eager. Yeah. I mean, she goes deep in tournaments. What can you in say? In the last three years, she's got to 20 semi-finals. How many finals? <laughs> that, that How many cycles, Ben? That's what I want to know. Don't. It's not. There's, I don't know. There's just one title, I believe, for Sakari in her whole career. I don't think it's that great. How many titles? One, yeah, one career title. Yeah. When was that title? Can you remember? I don't remember. Yeah, I can't find it here either. It's not easy to find. How, how many finals has she lost? I don't have all the breakdown here, unfortunately, but it would Weird. be interesting to see. Maybe yeah. we'll have a look afterwards, unless you can, unless you can find I'll it. I'll have a look, see if I can find, find a little bit of Sakari stats. There we go. Have a little look. There you go. I can find it. Um, yeah, she's here. Right, so we've got... She's been in seven finals, 
One one lost six. Um, how many? Only one Masters one thousand. That was against Pagula. Remember yeah, when did she win? Back... What would, what did she win? Oh, it was in two thousand nineteen on clay. So and that was in Morocco against Joanna Conta. <laughs> Shocking, isn't it? I mean, she's yeah. won one title. She's been to twenty semi-finals in the last three years. One title against Joanna Conta. Yeah, I mean, it's not not good, is it? It's clearly a big issue. And, well, let's have a look what she had to say about it. Right. Because she spoke about this. And she was. She said, semi-finals is my round. I've done it so many times, but I keep crashing into the wall. Listen, I've lost so many semi-finals and finals that if I keep being hard on myself and I don't joke about it, it's going to be very tough to overcome. So she admits it is a massive problem for her. And it is something she's trying to overcome. But... She's trying to be a bit light-hearted. I think that's the right way to go. Same as it was Sabre. a bit like Felix that time when he went to all them finals and he couldn't mm. win. This is worse, I think, because she reaches like so many semi-finals as well. She's clearly good enough. It's just getting it over the line, and it's, it's really sad actually. I mean, going for a whole career where you put so much hard work and effort into competing at the top level, she's clearly got the game to do so. But yet she just freezes. And I, I honestly feel that you can put her up against anyone in that final. She loses. Yeah. I feel but that... When I say anyone, you put her up against, say, I don't know, like, I don't want to be just nasty to anyone, but Brengel or something in the final. I fancy Brengel. <laughs> I Brengel. <laughs> How did she get on? Has she always been like this? Has it just been since she got onto the WTA level? Or is it just... Well, obviously, then, because you wouldn't have got to this stage without it. You don't get to the dance of getting all the ranking points and everything without winning well, stuff. I'm, a, I'm just going to have a look at her ITF record, just so that we can have a little listen of what she did in ITF. So she had 17 finals at ITF, and she okay. won seven, lost 10 of those finals. And that's at ITF. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. Better. A little bit better. But then you th think about the finals she actually has lost. She lost to Pagula in her last final. Sharif, she lost to in a final. Iga, Kontavit twice. And uh, Buzanescu in her first... That's what I'm saying, man. It's not good enough. She's She can't handle the occasion. Well, she got breadstick and a bagel in the, against Buzanescu. That was 2018 in a final. <laughs> I'm not sure what happened there. <laughs> Um, uh, she's definitely like a top 10 player though that's the thing all of these great performances at tournaments she she has uh, so many points that she could easily stay up there in the rankings it's just she can't get it over the line she could have poss possibly won the US Open had she not had this semi-final problem well, I'll tell you what makes it funny is let's get up her celebration from the quarterfinals alright <laughs> I don't think this. you've seen it. No, it's not this one. It's from oh. Sarah. All right. Do you have that one? Maybe you forgot to bring it up. Bear with me a second, and then I'll open a, another tab. One sec. Yeah, you'll see it. It's just underneath the photo of Sabalenka. Oh, is it that one? Oh, okay, this one. No. It's, oh. it's in the When I sent the tweet, it's underneath the photo of Sabalenka. Oh, okay. Right, no worries. We'll bring it up in a minute. And the reason I want to include this is because it did make me giggle a little bit. She's um fair play to her. She's giving it a good celebration to get to the semis. 
I just, it's just sad, man, that she can't get it over to the next level. But I guess it is pretty amusing as well, which is nasty of me to say. Because now I'm invested to see it. whether it's going to happen again. Oh, is this it? Oh, it's just like a little one. Yeah, okay, that's what got I'm it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, no problem. Ah, but I didn't realize it was like a. Here we go. <laughs> Here it is. <laughs> what? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> She, oh, when she beat Pego, she's giving it all to the crowd. Like, here I am. Come on, I'm doing it. What's this it. little, like, finger whizzing around? <laughs> <laughs> What's she whizzing? Oh, sad, man. The, the, whizz... the comment, she's acting like she beat Sablenka Riga. Girl, you just beat Pego in three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Right, anyway. enough of that. I'm not bullying yeah. her anymore. Leave, so leave Zachary alone. <laughs> God. Right. So Sabalenka. Well. What holes can we pick here? Well, from one person joking about them not getting through to getting past semi-finals to another person who was making light of the fact they couldn't stop serving double faults not too long ago. So they have something in common, these two. They have mental blocks that they have to overcome. Sabah's doing a better job of that than what Sarkari is at the moment though and um, this is another good one from the tennis letter ask the question uh, answer the question from Serena Williams what is the most random thought you've had on a tennis court <laughs> I like this Sava does make me laugh I don't know she is one of those characters isn't she said I had yeah. a burrito last night I was thinking that burrito didn't help me. <laughs> it's all because of burrito. <laughs> now I'm wondering what Serena's random thoughts were. <laughs> yeah, I mean, do you ever have those thoughts? Yeah, sometimes I do. Not about burritos, <laughs> but there will be times when... Okay, one of the biggest things I'm guilty of is watching tennis on another court when I'm playing. Yeah, and sometimes I, mean, I get a bit wrapped up in their alley when I'm about to like, and I can't focus on what I'm doing. I lose concentration, which is terrible oh, to I'm do. Wait, I'm waiting to serve a lot of the time, and I'm just seeing you, not even looking, just watching. And some <laughs> other, you're like that. That looks like a better man. <laughs> I'd like to be <laughs> over there <laughs> having a rally. Yeah, that's the. I do do that sometimes. It's a bit frustrating. Feel like, and I, the other I, times I just mm. when I'm thinking in my mind like. I'm thinking of things which aren't related to tennis or like I just get a bit distracted in my mind, definitely. Do you have that? What thoughts do you have? When people are playing on the other court, all I'm thinking is, God, they just looked a lot better. That match. <laughs> that's real that's a real rally going. But when you're playing and you're not there's no one playing next to you, do you think about do you have random thoughts? <sighs> I'm thinking about that beer sometimes at the end, just thinking, just get to the end of this set and then you can have that beer. That, or that That's a reward for you. So, but that's sometimes a negative because then you're like, right, well, I've had enough. I just want that beer now. I don't really <laughs> want to continue this rest of this set. I'm You're losing anyway. Just just go for a few winners. Like if you miss it, you get the beer quicker. Uh, stuff like that can enter your mind if you're not playing that great. You just... But then sometimes I do that and then I start just playing relaxed and I start hitting winners and I'm like, oh, <laughs> and then that goes, it's negative because then I go back in my own head again, like I'm actually going to start doing better. And then it's just a negative thing, I think, thinking oh. that you're doing all right. I'm glad I'm not in your mind. Sounds like a real battle that we've got the Maltese yeah. and relatable JG. I'm easily distracted. <laughs> yeah, it can happen. Uh, let's move on to the next one about Sabah. 
this is the one you found where she's always got a little modeling <laughs> pic. So she up. spoke about her glamorous photo shoots. For those who don't know, she's been doing quite a few photo shoots recently. She said, I don't know. I like my hobby. I like to take nice pictures to prove to myself I can look good. Because most of the time I'm looking like this where, you know, I like watching myself with makeup and in a nice dress, you know. And mm. I, listen, I think that's nice as well because as a tennis player, you just have to wear sporty clothes, all sweaty, no makeup. You can't dress up and you know what it's like having girlfriends and stuff. They love a good dress up and looking nice. So I think more than guys, really. I feel like guys don't always care how they look. There is some who do. I know you always touching your hair up at work and making sure you look great, but not all guys care some, as much as girls, in my opinion, how they look. And yeah, fair play. She looks good. And I'm happy that... Yeah. What's the question? I'm happy. <laughs> I'm happy for her about the photo. Yeah, I don't really want to say. It's not really a question. I think it's well, You go for it, girl. I think that that's the main thing. Something I want to add to this as well. The fact that I can understand because when I'm making like thumbnails and stuff like that for the channel, I have to go through so many pictures just to try and find like a nice one of like some people just to put on a thumbnail or one of them screaming or something like that. You, you have no idea until you've been through all of these years and years of archives. You could just type her name in every tennis player. And this goes for the men's as well, but obviously she wants to just look nice in some photos. They're probably some of the worst photos that people have ever have taken of them when they're playing tennis. I'm not being funny. The facial expressions most people do while they're hitting a tennis ball are not kind. And there's so many out there of some most, some people always poke their tongue out when they hit the tennis ball. Some people do this like gurning face when they hit the tennis ball. Sabo is renowned for screaming so loud after winning the point. She has like this obviously this massive screaming mouth in most of her pictures so she probably was like look sees that and thinks i want to look nice in some photos for a change stop posting those big mouth ones of me roaring all the time i want to look like more elegant like a lady so i understand it just going back to what this comment was quite funny g of g saying once after a beautiful down the line winner i literally yelled out raffa button please <laughs> 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 maybe we'll get them live at, the, at our next match <laughs> well i did return professional tennis player serve and then proceeded with the point beat him in the point got to the net and shouted vamos <laughs> that is my moment in the in that the was, in the sun it was in the sun as well very much so can't remember what happened after that no next week fairly even i think that's it what do you mean that's it? I think that's the lot, mate. So we've done the preview, have we? Yeah, we have. We've got to give some predictions now, mate. Right. Let's start with the first one. All right. Iga Kudometova. <laughs> they played recently. Well, they played three times. Yeah. The last two have both been 6-love, six 6-1. Six Kudometova's got two games in her last two matches against Iga. Is anything going to change here, Ben? She's playing well. She's beating no. Pagula. No, I don't think it's going to change. I feel if it was going to change, it might have changed in their last match. She got a breadstick and a bagel the time before. She could have made amends. She didn't. She got another breadstick and a bagel. This time, 
I don't think she's going to get a breadstick and a bagel. I feel like it will be more competitive, but I feel like it'll be more like a 6-3, 6-3 or something. I'm going for a three and a two, so less than you. Okay. Um, I'm happy with that as well. I think it's going to be eager 6-3, six, 6-2. Six, that That's is my bad. prediction. I think it's going to be straightforward. Sorry, Veronica. What can I say? Have a, I'll have a beer on you anyway. So cheers yeah. to you. But eager, we good expect event for her. I don't think she'll be too. She won't be too disheartened. Semi finals, good result for her. Yeah, I'm still a bit sore after that Australian Open. <laughs> to be honest, after she went out uh, so early on, unfortunately. Uh, let's get to the other one. I don't oh, yeah, have a draft. Yeah, great. Don't have a. Yes, yeah, doing great now, isn't she? Yeah, brilliant. Bit bit late. Anyway, let's go to these are the two. We've got this one. Oh, I'll bring up a nicer picture on this one. There we go. Sakari there. Sabah here. Who are you going to be going for? She makes Just the keep final. flicking and I'll open my eyes and whoever I stop on, that's who I'm going to pick. Stop. <laughs> oh, what? Shock. What do you mean? I wasn't cheating. I didn't see. Okay, so no, but listen, I hate to say it. The the Sarkari celebration after beating Becky, she's not going to win. I think you just after that you can't win. I think it's going to just, it's just a fair. It's going to foul. It's going to flop. It's going to be another one, another semi final loss. Unfortunately, um, I think it's going to be three sets. I think Sarkari is going to take a set. Like I keep saying, she's a really good player and she's playing well, but I think uh, Sab is going to come through and win in three sets. Yeah. I mean, Sabba has been champion here before, back in 2021, so she knows what it takes to win. Yeah, I, I also think Sabba's going to win. Uh, maybe I'll go different to you. I'll go straight set Sabba, though. How many games? I think we'll see a tie break. And Ooh. then once the tie break's done, then second set will be a 6-2. Sarkari leading the tie break. Five love. Then <laughs> <laughs> loses the tie break. Yeah. So cruel, man. I don't make the rules. I don't know. I'll be cheering her on anyway. Um, but yeah, that concludes our preview. Let us know your thoughts in the comment section below. Of course, if you haven't already, hit the like button, subscribe if you're new. We'll be doing the same thing tomorrow night, same time for the men. Um, and I have a feeling Carlos Alcaraz is going to be there and I've got a lot to say about him. Yeah, well, make sure to join us for some matches tomorrow. Iga versus Kudometova. That was the late match. So we'll definitely be covering that one and we'll try and get some cover for the others as well. Yeah, last thing left to say is if you would like to see our final vlog video it is on the patreon now part three it's 13 minutes long there is me versus ben on the vlog so you will see me playing ben in tennis so anyone interested in that go sign up to the patreon the link i've just popped it in the live chat right now and yeah uh, you may find it quite fun you may hate it but it's there if you want to join the patreon there's a few different bits in there and uh, what do you think, Ben? Good vibe. Yeah, I think it's a, a very enjoyable watch. Um, there's some some like footage from the Challenger and ITF that we went to, and yeah, some of the different uh, arrays of restaurants that we visited. Some interesting 
types of foods that we were eating as well. So there's a, there's a bit of everything. There was a little bit of a ramble around the countryside. JG took me on some weird off the oh, off the was it off the path or something. I was just off going oh yeah, off road paths that I was going through some forest. I don't know what where he was taking me, but that's all on there too. It was a good laugh. Uh, the the best part of one of my volleys at the net where Ben tries to come in, I just cushion the volley. It's a great and you just volley. see him scampering for it, nowhere near it. Very Carlos Alcaraz like. Uh, but we leave that with you. Join the Patreon <laughs> if you want to watch it. Thanks for watching, everyone. And we'll see you tomorrow at the same time. Goodbye. Goodbye. Have a beautiful night. Carlos Alcaraz. Vamos. <laughs>